This episode of Open Mic is sponsored by the O'Neill Group and Honey's Bakery. The O'Neill Group is an HR management and consulting firm. Visit oneerogroup.com for more information. Honey's Bakery specializes in delicious cinnamon rolls and home-baked goods for all your sweet cravings. Visit honeysbakery.com for more information. View their website links in the episode description. Now back to the show. Devin Carter. I'm Davey from Davey Productions. I'm Deli, Roller Belly. I'm a rap producer. Love. What do you feel your role as a producer is? I would say probably the role of a producer is just to be able to create a mood, right? So music is all about emotions and it's all about feelings. So it's be able to be able to create that. I mean, you have some people who have different perspectives that as a producer, you should be able to literally produce music from making it, from mixing it to whatever it is. So for the most part for me, it's just being able to create the mood of whatever the artist wants to portray. Wow, you're talking about mood and setting like the tone for stuff. What, how would you guys describe your like producing style? I'm personally a little bit different. So I've got a main <laughs> EDM background, which is electronic dance music. And, um, but I still work with hip hop artists and rappers and things like that. But um, I would say mine is more Ambient, beautiful, peaceful, lo-fi hip-hop is something that I've kind of wow. dived into a little bit. <laughs> That's yeah. um, sort of like those, those kind of chill, sentimental, emotional. I would say for me, uh, mine is heavily like R&B based. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, being like classically trained on instruments, it, that kind of influences as well. But for the most part, it's kind of 90s R&B. 80s love using like finding those kind of samples mm-hmm. so that's more so because i'm always trying to get in that i keep talking about that mood that feeling mm-hmm. so it's more so that okay that's crazy because like my style is literally meshing both of y'all styles Aww, that's dope. <laughs> together because like i also rap i've been rapping since i was seven years old and the reason why I got into producing was because I got really tired of getting on YouTube and finding YouTube beats. I'm like, yo, this yeah. this got to end, That's man. Rude. I yeah. believe my styles would actually be both of their styles, R&B and Lofi, meshed together, except with a little bit of trap music. So what do you feel like is your responsibilities versus the artist's responsibilities when it comes to creating? Our responsibility as the producer is uh, what was said earlier was, you know, helping set the tone you know, helping the environment. Also, the artist, you know, they could also help set that tone. Yeah. Like, hey, man, this is this is the type of vibe I'm going for. Or, you know, if you guys are both together in the same studio, you're going through beats and stuff like that, and you find the right one. And then, you know, in my case, when I start making my beats, all my beats start off as loops. Yeah. It's like eight bar loops. So, like, the artists will hear it, and they'll be like, okay, yeah, finish that one. You feel me? Or add a little bit to this, that, and then it's done. Just stretch it out for me, and it's done, you know? so. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think kind of depends on if you're looking for an artist. So I do a lot of EDM, like I was saying. So usually I'm looking for vocalists to come onto my track and to help me out and pay them and do that. But if you're producing for someone else and there's a rapper that wants a beat or something, you're usually letting them take the lead, say, what's your vibe? Mm -hmm. Give them eight to 10 different options and say, do you like any of these? 
they like it and they say, oh, I want the kick to hit harder, I want, you know, more ambient piano or something, um, then go from there. So definitely yeah. two different. That also that. like always helps out when the artist knows like what type of vibe they're going for mm -hmm. or if they feed off of your vibe. I feel like as a producer from on a personal level, a lot of times, especially if you're sought after, it is now your job to not almost conform to what the artist wants, but you oh, but you want to put you on it because they came to you for a reason. So you have to be able to put you in something, but to where they feel comfortable, to where it's also them as well. I think when you guys talk about this, I kind of think about how vulnerable it is to create these beats, and especially when you're just starting out. How did you guys build like thick skin? Do you still kind of get offended when people like, let's say you make this beat, like this is the hottest thing I ever made, and somebody <laughs> like, eh. like, how do you guys? build tough skin for that I feel like stuff. you should always have an open mind okay you know like with on both sides of the spectrum as an artist first and the and the producer you have to always have an open mind you know with yeah. being open-minded that also helps thick skin because it's like you know what this person could be right maybe I could add this and if you try it and it sounds good it's like what man this hit versus actually <laughs> being like man nah that's whack I ain't gonna do that and then doing it later and then being like, oh man, I should have listened to this person. Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely agree with the being open to criticism. Yeah. I mean, when I was starting out and everything I was producing was obviously garbage. It's how you start. <laughs> um, you know, I would always go to people and I'd be so proud of like the progress that I made from the last track that I made. And I'd be like, look how, listen how awesome it is. But then you compare it next to a professional radio track. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. nobody's going to say like, hey, this is, you know, this is the absolute best unless they're trying to, you know, be nice to you. Yeah. Um, so definitely, like, I was definitely afraid to play my music because of that. And then the more I did it, the more I just got over that fear yeah. and said, this is me, especially when I started making good tracks. Um, it became more of a just, this is me. You may like it, you may not like it. I'm going to be open to the criticism, mm -hmm. you know, and adjust from there, but I'm not going to be disappointed if you don't like it. Mm -hmm. So, Do you guys feel like producers are given enough credit well, I can say this from even back from when hip hop was like starting, right? Really, the DJ, which who was basically the producer, yeah. was the more important than the artist. The artists they didn't really care about the artist so much. So even going back from the Jay Z's, the Rock Hims, to all of those when they got more lyrical, I think the artists start to take over um, just a little bit more. But I think the producers are getting their fair share because there's a lot of producers who are just really big and known by names. Um, for just doing what they do, like Metro Boomin, like yeah. you know, Mike Will made it. Like you, yeah. people know they these people's names, and like really, all they do is make beats. Mm -hmm. So I think more and more is growing. It's getting back to where it used to be. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes and no. You know, it's not really enough credit that goes into the producer actually spending hours on making a beat. You know, for say an artist. Or you know, with even the artists being there, is I've worked with some some pretty ungrateful <laughs> artists, you know, and it's like working with the mm -hmm. artist actually knows what they're looking for versus somebody that expects you to make their song for them. They just go in there with some lyrics or they freestyle some stuff, and they're like, yeah, throw some auto tune on it and make it sound good. <laughs> make me like, sound what? like hey, I've heard that so many times and though. That's like, crazy. What? Like, what am I supposed to do here? You know, it's like, yeah, bro, I got you. But next time, 
write your song <laughs> next time come a little more prepared yeah. bro because i'm gonna tell you if this is garbage or not yeah. you know because i want you to win ain't nobody else gonna tell you this song is bad but if you're coming in here with this you know this this uh type of uh negative energy and then having this super high expectation for me to just make your song for you, I might as well rap it for you, bro. Yeah. And that kind of goes to what you said earlier, or one of you guys said about the responsibility is also, it, it, it's important for artists to come in and, you know, set stuff up too. Yeah. Like not just depend on y'all to yeah, set no. the mood and have everything together and just come in with the freestyle or that stuff, but they need to yeah. be a little more prepared too. Yeah, they have to, they have wow. to. Wow, I'm learning you know? so much. Yeah, like it. <laughs> the producer game like it's cool and all because it's great to always be behind the scenes and like not be up in people's faces all the time but like the bad stuff that happens behind it all you know like countless days where you don't sleep mm. you know or if you're really working on something you feel very passionate about you're getting off your nine to five to go clock back in from a five to five what you know True. like it, it, it's it's a lot of hard work that goes behind it on the producer side and they don't really give us enough credit for that Give mm. producers their credit people pay that man pay that man you hear me right y'all out here y'all doing music pay that man so i like i'm going back to what you said about like metro boom and booming and all those like a good tagline is so important because the only reason what? that i know that right is because of those tagline. That's crazy. Yeah. So like that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You got, okay, cool. For sure, man, you gotta have a tag. You gotta have a tag. Yes. Like, I just had my niece and nephews do one of my tags. Like I ain't gonna lie, it's probably gonna be that for a while. Oh my gosh, my uh my son's father is always having them in the studio trying to like do the tag. Really? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay, pay yeah. my baby. Stuff like that comes out the best. I mean you like when it's a little kid or something, they can do this right quick. <laughs> So do you feel like your opinion about what an artist does with your beat matters? Like, if you don't like the direction that they're going in? I think definitely it comes back to that dynamic of, are they paying you to produce for them? Or yeah. are you okay. paying them to come in? Okay. Not necessarily it's always about the money, but you know, if you're working for someone, you're trying to give them their vision. Mm -hmm. And if you're bringing people in the way I like to do it is I like to bring people in and collaborate with them. So I like to get their ideas and their feedback because again, that collaboration is very important. But um, if I'm bringing people in, I'm usually, I've got a strict agenda of this is exactly what I want it to sound like. Yeah. But like I have a friend because when I put music out, sometimes when I put it out, my mind thinks in every beat that I make, I want to put all this melodic stuff. I want people to really adhere beats. Like mm -hmm. I put all these different chords, and then it's so much. It's still kind of good, but it's too much, right? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I send each beat I make to maybe like four or five friends, and I let them listen to it. Cause every time I always get them in the back of my head, keep stuff simple. Cause what I gotta keep saying to myself. So then, anytime I make a beat that's banging, but then it's like simple, they like, yeah, this it. I'm like. I got like three instruments. Yeah. That's so crazy. Like, what? That's so crazy. Like, just, to add, just to even add on to that, to in today's sound, simpli simplicity is it. Oh, for sure. That's it. it. Especially. It's it. it's it. Like four or five sounds and like a hard melody loop, that's all you need. Yeah. yeah. Coming from like, an EDM side, I definitely Ooh, see that a lot. And you got all what? that stuff. We got sounds. That's oh crazy. The whole thing is it's all founded on complexity and different elements yep. and things like that. Yeah. Well, the mistake that I see with new producers is that they're constantly adding, you know, 200 audio tracks 
you guys know about yeah, that yeah. 200 audio tracks to their song and then you can't even hear half of them on their own yeah and then when you throw in all those other tracks it's just creating mud and then you can't hear anything clearly at all yeah. so yeah. back to that simplicity yeah for producers and artists and everybody yeah. mm-hmm. narrowing it down to get your main sounds in a track and then highlight them that's yeah. the biggest part of it yeah, yeah. no lot like um the most sounds i probably ever used on making a beat was probably like 15 sounds you know but other than that i usually try to keep it to like six to like eight sounds max um because i really don't want too much and like i said earlier in, t- in today's music simplicity matters you don't really hear too much of like a, a whole orchestra in the background now unless somebody sampled you know some orchestral music mm-hmm. yeah. you feel me like and still even then they tweak it to where you could barely hear all the instruments and then they add like some hard scent you know and a slapping 808 you know maybe a clapper or snare and some hi-hats that's it okay there you got you a hit so i feel like i love these questions because i get to kind of see where your brains are but do you feel like it's important to learn how to play an instrument as a producer yeah Yeah. i would say that's helped me a ton um played music from ear and since i was seven or eight years old but all the producing stuff all the harmony the keys everything just came naturally and it makes it so much easier yeah i don't think you have to but i think it makes it easier all right so i'm kind of conflicted on this right <clears throat> so for me i started out playing drums here in the city of dayton in drill team shout out to the gym city hey, so uh yes, and then i went on uh and got a music degree from bethune cookman shout out to hbcus um <laughs> but after that i went to intern uh like i was telling them and so i worked in some major recording studios in atlanta one thing that I come to find out is some of the top producers, and I mean, there there's some top producers who do the weather more that does have experience with instruments versus some that don't. But more than likely, it's all about loops because today you don't yeah. even necessarily have to learn how to play an mm. instrument. Do I think it's helpful? Yeah, and I, I sit there like, that. I got all student loans and all this stuff that I did. And it's like, you don't even need it not to make it big. All you got to do is know how to put loops together and make it sound good. Mm-hmm. So how important it is, that's like changing. But I'll still forever think it's important to be a musician just at heart mm-hmm. because you never know what type of artist that you're going to do and it limits you too. Yeah. So that's one thing that I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I probably should have added that on, but I think it's a good bonus, but you definitely don't have yeah. to. Yeah, you like sure. not today. It's yeah. not like a requirement like back how it used to be. But versus now like I can play the piano pretty well versus extremely well you know it's a lot of my friends they're good you know i could play the drums kind of good but on a keyboard i feel like i'm like yoda or something man like i'm unstoppable you know but like that's just the confidence i have with you know within me so you know like it doesn't really matter if you actually know how to use it hands-on versus digitally now yeah you know because it's a little more fair versus it was back then I do think that it is helpful too because like if you have something that's going on in your head if you can just pick up a piano or a guitar you yeah. know just something to start you off and get that idea I think that's super helpful but yeah, I, yeah. I get what you're saying yeah. like yeah like Fruity Loops changed the game yeah <laughs> what? it changed the game just what you said there though about getting your idea onto the paper I think that's probably the biggest yeah benefit of really talented musicians and the biggest yeah. challenge among everyone is 
you need to get that idea as quickly and yeah. as clearly as possible into your software or yeah. your paper or whatever um, with no judgment. I think that's another big thing is yeah. judging your art. Sometimes I'll you use beatbox that. a little melody out. That's what I was about to phone. say. Yeah. How many voice memos do y'all have of oh, like so going through? Like, like yeah. So yeah. I feel like not enough. Yeah. <laughs> I had your dad looking at you. <laughs> I've seen that with Timbaland did it. And I was like, you know, I'm about to do I actually yeah. did a beat doing it after I seen Timbaland doing it. But I yeah. know that's stuff like he known for it. Because that's like a huge inspiration for me as well. Yeah. Um, but like even collaboration is important. Like in music and pr- even on the production side, like even as people who want to be like, well, I made the beat. If you look at some of the top songs ever uh, that charted the best. All different artists. Yeah. There'll be a, a few different artists. There'll be a few different producers. So while I'll say it's good to be a musician on the standpoint that you can go in there and play, yeah. that still should not have make you close-minded yeah. to the fact of yeah. not allowing other people mm-hmm. to input. That's just like, it's crazy because even some of the biggest songs, all somebody did was just lay a hi-hat down, but they got a credit. So if that's somebody who you coming up with, now they eating too. Mm-hmm. Just as much just as much as you are. Even though all they maybe did was just put a hi-hat in there. But maybe that hi-hat is what made it pop. Mm-hmm. As yeah. simple as it is. Right. So yeah, collaboration on top of that is what it is now. Dude, it's that dynamic of, I feel like it's changed a lot of, it's become more competition than collaboration. Yeah. yeah. I think we are losing that collaboration and we need to get back to that. And yeah. I think that's because super important. A lot of rappers feel like rapping is a sport. In some cases, it can be. Yeah. You know, and with that came okay. Hey, bro, I need you to make this this hard beat towards this dude, and that person listening to it and be like, Hey, bro, I need you to make a harder beat than this dude. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And that right there causes a conflict and competition. Um, who are some producers that really inspire you guys? Go go for it. My off the top of my head, Timberland, Scott Storage, um. Scott Storch is a monster. He's a monster. Andre is an awful. Right, so I, I think those, yeah, those two for me. I love sampling music. So like, two people that I really could, I would like to compare myself with would be Kanye West. I, and I was gonna say you can say his name. You can say his name. Yeah. Jay Dilla, man. Those are those, okay, are, yeah. those, those are the goats, yeah. man. Jay Dilla was like one of the first people I actually started like rapping my writing my music to. All right, what about you, Devin? Well, I'm more of the EDM electronic yeah. side, obviously. So um, if you guys know Skrillex, Skrillex, yeah. Skrillex, um, Avicii was the one who really got me into producing mm. that emotional music. Rest in peace, Tim. Um, but those are my two top EDM inspirations. And then Mac Miller as well in the yeah. hip hop side. Yeah. He, his music kind of came to me in a really necessary time in my life. All right, guys, we got to wrap it up a little bit. Sure. But um, if you could like talk about some projects that you guys are working on, yeah, yeah, let the sure. people know how they can find you. So I got a few individual projects coming up. Uh, one, My personal project is called Vibes Don't Lie. I plan on dropping um, sometime soon, like next couple months. Um, I got another project, uh, collab projects with my brothers, uh, my brother Baps and uh, my brother Mac B dropping soon. So be on the lookout for that. It's going to be on all major platforms. Okay. All right. So I'm thinking about uh, dropping a beat tape. So that might be uh, coming in the near months as well. So just check, look out for the beat tape. Um, and right now, just doing other things with other artists. Yeah. I'm working on my first CP. So that should be coming out on Spotify by this time, at least. Um, 
Not sure what the name's gonna be, but it will be under Devin Carter with a K. So uh, definitely check that out. And then if you guys are into EDM, a lot of stuff on SoundCloud, a lot of <laughs> dubstep mixes and yeah. crazy stuff like that. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, perfect. Thank you guys. When kicks merch, everlasting passion when I give words. Kick merch, when kicks merch, acrobatic crafty when I flip words.